0: May all your works thank you, O Lord, and all your holy ones bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your mighty deeds. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We celebrate uh, two feasts today. Um, Today is the the feast day of St. Theodora Guerin, uh, Marie-Therese Guerin, that's her uh, lay name. She's the founder of the Sisters of Providence in Indiana, and I'll tell you more about her uh, as we go along. It's also uh, on the Jesuit calendar, the feast of St. Francis Borgia our third superior general, and, uh, known as the uh, second founder of the Society of Jesus. Um, I'll tell you a little more about him. Uh, but we get to celebrate him again next week when the Church Universal celebrates his feast. Uh, it's Good when your grandfather was pope and your uncle was the Holy Roman Emperor. I guess you get two feasts out of one for that. So.
1: Um,
0: but as we begin our celebration, we prepare ourselves to meet God in word and sacrament. We look back in our daily lives, finding moments of grace, we give God thanksgiving. Finding moments of sin, we seek God's forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners redemption. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you please trust at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, to bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, who by glorifying you, your saints bestow on us fresh fruits of your love, graciously grant that, commended by their intercession, and spurred on by their example, we may be faithful in imitating your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Be seated. Listen to the word of God.
1: A reading from the book of the prophet Zechariah. So says the Lord of hosts There shall yet come people, the inhabitants of many cities, and the inhabitants of one city shall approach those of another and say, Come, let us go to implore the favor of the Lord. And I too will go to seek the Lord. Many peoples and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to implore the favor of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts. In those days, ten men of every nationality speaking different tongues shall take hold. Yes, take hold of every Jew by the edge of his garment and say, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. The word of the Lord the response is, God is with us. God is with us. us. His foundation upon the holy mountain, the Lord loves. The gates of Zion, more than any dwelling of Jacob. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. God. God is with us. I tell of Egypt and Babylon among those that know the Lord. Of Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, this man was born there. And of Zion, they shall say, one and all were born in her. And he who has established her is the most high Lord. God God is God. is with us. They shall note when the peoples are enrolled, this man was born there. And all shall sing in their festive dance, my home is within you.
0: God is with us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Son of Man came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When the days for Jesus to be taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there. But they would not welcome him, because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? He just turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. The gospel of the Lord. So if you're ever in a trivia contest and someone asks you, why are James and John, uh, known as the Sons of Thunder, It's today's gospel. Um, uh, Their their nickname, Boergeny, Sons of Thunder, uh, came from this, that uh, the Samaritans uh, uh, believed. uh, uh, Keep in mind, Samaritans were part part of the 12 tribes that left Egypt. Um, But they held to the idea that God will uh, live among the people. Uh, is the the la- language of the Old Testament did I not tabernacle among you, live in a tent with you, all of you living in tents on the, the Exodus? Um, the idea of building uh, a building in a city and declaring that that's where God is now dwelling was an abomination to them. And that's where this family squabble set up. So the Samaritans and uh, the, the Ju- Judeans and the Galileans. Um, didn't get along because of this. Um, uh, That's the trivia from today's uh, reading. But uh, the real message of it is um, Jesus being resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem. (sighs) Jerusalem, for him, um, was the place. uh, Uh, especially in uh, the the synoptic gospel. He only goes there uh, as an adult this one time. Um, He uh, uh, goes there for a particular purpose, a specific purpose. He goes there to die. Um, Jerusalem is the site where uh, the salvation event takes place. It's where the new exodus happens. This is where our sins are finally uh, atoned for. That uh, Jesus pays the prices. He is arrested, um, tortured, hung on a cross to die, um, and then rises from the dead and ascends to heaven. All all of that coming from Jerusalem. Jerusalem becomes uh, in ways beyond what it was before, an even holier place. Um, we have that that little moment in the the, the story of the passion where. God leaves the temple, the temple curtain of the Holy of Holies is torn asunder at the moment of Jesus' death. Um, but when Jesus uh, rises from the dead again, uh, Jerusalem becomes an even holier place than it ever was before. And in fact, Jerusalem becomes more than just a city in the Middle East, it's no longer um, just uh, a place in a small country, insignificant in comparison to its neighbors. Um, but it becomes uh, uh, heaven on earth, and heaven becomes the heavenly city, Jerusalem. Uh, it becomes the new Jerusalem, and that's, uh, that's the point of, of our salvation, is all of us are now called to get to the new Jerusalem. And uh, how do we get there? Well, uh, we learn about Jesus. Uh, we hear the good news of the gospel and we act upon him. That's, uh, if there's anything... Uh, about our two saints today, uh, uh, Mother Theodore Guerin and and St. Francis Borgia, it's that uh, they taught this lesson. Um, uh, Mother Guerin was born in 1798 in France. Um, uh, When she was about 15, uh, her father was killed on the road by bandits as he was traveling home. And this really uh, devastated The family but particularly devastated her mother who suffered from what today we would call acute depression. She was just unable to function. So uh, uh, Marie-Therese took it upon herself to to care for her mother, care for her younger siblings, to run the household. Um, uh, She did this uh, for the next 10 years. Um, Around the age of 20, she had uh, come to the conclusion that God was calling her to religious life, but her mother just couldn't be couldn't function on her own yet. Uh, five years into this, it was another five years before uh, her mother kind of regained her uh, her strength and uh, told her that she could uh, she could indeed follow this calling. And so she she entered the, uh, the Sisters of Providence in, in France, and there she had some uh, some success, uh, significant success. Um, opened several schools for them. Uh, Educating girls, um, and uh, those ten years spent running a household served her well. That she had that the practical knowledge to be able to uh, to manage uh, a, a household, to manage a convent of, uh, of sisters, and, and an institution, such that when the newly named bishop of Indiana, um, a Frenchman, uh, uh, Learned of his appointment there, um, he started uh, begging uh, the order to send uh, sisters with him to, to to open a school for girls. And so they they agreed to do this, and they selected uh, uh, Saint uh, Sister Saint Theodore, which is the, the religious name that she had, um, uh, to to lead uh, six of her fellow sisters there. Um, this is about a two month journey to get there on 18, I think it was here, 1840, 1839, crossing of the Atlantic, uh, making their way from the East Coast to nowhere. Um, St. Mary of the Woods, Indiana. Uh, they had some property, a heavily forested area just outside Terre Haute, Indiana. And there there they, they started um, uh, a Catholic family uh, had a, uh, another house on their farm property. They let the sisters uh, use that as their convent um, while they got themselves established. And uh, established, they did. Um, they uh, uh, Most importantly, they opened uh, uh, the St. Mary of the Woods Academy for Girls, which grew to become St. Mary of the Woods College. Um, uh, it is ongoing today. It is the site of the Mother House of the Sisters of Providence. Um, and it is the oldest uh, uh, Catholic women's college uh, in the United States. Um, but they branched out from there, opened schools all over Indiana, into Illinois, uh, as far off as California and this country. And they sent Sisters to the Orient um, as, as missionaries. Um, uh, so she truly... Uh, She spent her life as an educator uh, uh, and foundress. Um, She was beatified by John Paul II and canonized by by Benedict XVI. Uh, Francis Borgia um, lived a bit of a different life than she did. If ever somebody was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, it was he. Um, His grandfather was Pope. Um, His uncle was the uh, Holy Roman Emperor, Charles V. Um, his father was the, the third Duke of Gandia and Francis himself became the fourth Duke of Gandia. Married, had, uh, had a family um, uh, and uh, uh, was uh, quite well known for all these things but his fame grew astronomically when uh, he decided to enter this new religious order that started. Uh, the Society of Jesus. Uh, his encounter with them came uh, before he decided to enter. Uh, is the Duke? He asked them to come uh, to Gandia and open a seminary, open a college to train men for the priesthood. Jesuits um, traditionally speak of our ministry of education, beginning with the opening of our school in Sicily in, in 1547, but Almost ten years earlier than that, uh, we opened uh, opened sent the faculty for Borgia School uh, to begin training men for the priesthood. Um, and he had bigger ideas than that. So one of the things he did is he wrote to Ignatius uh, and 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 said to him, "We have a problem here in town. Um, there are these orphans running around the street with boys." Um, the problem that goes on in many parts of the world today or boys who have no family live on the streets um, you know we can think of them whimsically like Oliver twist but they were involved in petty crime and uh, uh, as well as getting themselves into a, a dangerous situation um, from predators and such and so his I, his solution to this was we've got these extra seats in the college can I bring these boys in off the street, bring these street kids in, and have them in the classes. It's a way of uh, saving them from a life of crime, giving them some education that can perhaps serve them well in uh, their future lives. And Ignatius said, Well, absolutely, uh, Lord Borgia, go ahead and do this. And so he did it, and he himself joined the boys in in these classes, sitting there, and earned a doctorate in theology uh, in the course of his time sitting in his own college. Uh, when his wife died, uh, he decided that he would enter the judgment. Uh, he passed on his uh, his properties to his oldest son, became the fifth Duke of Gandia, um, and uh, uh, arranged for marriages for the other children and such, uh, took care of uh, maybe a distribution of the estate, fine, and then entered the Society of Jesus. Uh, the Holy Father, seeing this uh, this uh, noble uh, man entering them, immediately offered him the right half of Cardinal, which he declined. Um, but Ignatius recognized uh, his uh, talents and skills. And uh, he became, uh, much to his chagrin, I think, like Ignatius, his own chagrin as administrator and things. But uh, uh, he went on to, to found schools. Uh, Around the world, literally, uh, every place that the, the Spaniards and, and the Italians were going, uh, he did it through Europe, to the New World, and to the Orient. Um, he was elected our uh, the second successor of Ignatius, our third Superior General, um, and uh, uh, his uh, but but his legacy really is uh, that that care for education. Um, he he opened. Uh, many, many schools in, uh, in, a, in a rather short period of time. Uh, and so uh, as we uh, come together as uh, students and educators, uh, we look to uh, Mother Garen and uh, St. Francis um, uh, and with, with thanks that they, they helped us to find uh, out about Jesus, helped us to find out uh, about this new Jerusalem, And how much God wants us to join them there. Let's get our prayers and bring them before our God. Begin with a prayer for peace in our world. Ask that God send His Spirit of peace to the minds and hearts of all men and women. For this, we pray to the Lord. We pray for the church in gratitude for God's word and God's sacraments, God's saints. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our nation, and for God enlighten our leaders with his wisdom, we pray to the Lord. Pray for our own ministry of education, ministry begun by Jesus and Mary and Joseph, continuing um, uh, through Borgia uh, and Garen, and ongoing today here at St. Francis. We pray to the Lord. I'd like to pray for my friend, Father. Uh, Eric Smoka, who is the pastor of St. Francis Borgia Parish in Chicago, um, where my uh, was my folks' last parish. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, the uh, St. Francis Borgia School was staffed by the Sisters of Providence. Uh, so we pray for uh, for the people of that parish. We pray to the Lord.
1: Um,
0: I have to remember my aunt, uh, whose God's gods God, Sister David Allen, the Sister of Providence.
1: We pray to the
0: Lord. Mm -hmm. Pray for the sick in our community. Um, We remember very specially Hannah Regan and Mrs. Ritchie, um, uh, Mm -hmm. Kathy Burney, and all those in need of God's healing graces. We pray to the Lord.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Bring your intention. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we come before you, bringing your hopes and desires. These we've given voice; others are held silently in our hearts. But all of them we offer to you through your son, Jesus, our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, will become for us the bread of life. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, we become our spiritual drink. Pray, my sisters, and my sacrifice in yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Amen. Give favorable hearing to our prayers, O Lord, we pray, and safeguard us through the intercession of your saints, that we may give worthy service at your altar. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just a duty in our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, mighty and eternal God, through your Son, Jesus our Lord. From the marvelous confession of, of Francis Borgia and Theodore Guerin, your saints, you make the church fruitful with strength ever new and offer sure signs of your love. And that your saving mysteries may be fulfilled, their great example leads us to courage. Fulfill their fervent prayers, sustain us in all we do. And so, Lord, of all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks, as in exaltation we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of this, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, take from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spreads you out the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, and Jeffrey our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on all of us, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, Francis Borgia, Theodora Guerin, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Clair, and all the saints that please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life. And may praise and glorify you, your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching raise our voices in the prayer given to the church by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. By the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The power and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, said, your apostle, peace. I leave you my peace. I give you. Look not on our sins on the face of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will. Who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Suffer each other a greeting of God's peace. Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. Behold the Lamb of God, behold the Lamb who takes away the sins of all. Blessed are those called to the Supper of the Lamb. Lord, may the body and blood of Christ Yeah, <laughs> The just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult with great rejoicing. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, Father of all consolation and peace, grant your family gather to praise your name in celebration of, the, of Francis and Theodore, your saints, that through the mysteries of your only begotten Son, which they have received, they may obtain the pledge of eternal redemption. We ask this through Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mass is ended. Go peace. Thank you for reading